last Sunday, pastor spoke to us about, uh, of course, the nation. And uh, one of the statements, he said, I'm using it as the basis for, for uh, praying tonight. He said that uh, two statements, actually, and uh, the first one, he has repeated it over and over uh, in a couple of Wednesday prayer meetings, and he said, you cannot build where there is no peace. And then he added and said, prudent men do not invest in uncertainty. The second statement he said was, peace begins when the church is seeking God as the final authority. Peace in the nation begins when the church is seeking God. Over and over in the scripture, one of the most uh, famous uh, scripture is Second uh, Chronicles 4, 7, uh, uh, 7, 714 that talks about if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and forsake their wicked ways and pray and seek my face and turn from their evil ways and call upon me, I will hear them. So the key is God's people. So this uh, uh, statement that pastor said, peace begins when the church is seeking God. That's what we want to do tonight. We want to seek God tonight. Continue. Because we've been doing it, but we want to maintain the momentum. Because, you know, we can't go to bed and say, oh, everything is well. We believe the word of God because we've heard the word of God. The prophet has spoken the word of God. And we do not doubt the word of God that there is, there war, there is peace in Kenya. We are not saying there will be. We are standing on what God said. He said there is peace in Kenya. So that's our statement. So in seeking God, we are not seeking God from a point of fear or doubt. We are seeking God as the mandate given to people who understand how does God operate. He operates in partnership with his people. Because you see, the devil maximizes on ignorant to push his agendas. That's all. That's the only way he succeeds. When people are ignorant, that's how the enemy uh, 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 pushes his agenda. So tonight we'll be praying for Kenya to become a righteous nation. Because if Kenya was a righteous nation, we would not be where we are. And we would not be having these repeat patterns. You know, some, some, some things, sometimes even people talk about that we have generational uh, 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 curses. We are redeemed by the blood of Jesus. However, the enemy works in patterns. So if you don't recognize how the enemy works and you're ignorant of how the enemy works, he keeps repeating the pattern. Why? Because people have not been uh, 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 what? intentional in breaking those patterns. That's why when the people of God are seeking God, we reach a point where we break patterns of and cycles of the demonic kingdom. Okay? So tonight, the scripture you all know very well, Proverbs 14.34. Uh, unless I tell you, I'm going to use the amplified classic probably throughout. It's my favorite version. Because it has a lot of words. And I like a lot of words. So don't blame me. God created a version for me. So that's, I like it. So it says, uh, actually, sorry for that. This one we are going to start on the Passion Translation. Proverbs 14, uh, 34. In the Passion Translation, forgive me for that. This is what it says. A nation is exalted by the righteousness of its people, but sin heaps disgrace upon the land. So how does a nation uh, become exalted? By the righteousness of its people. So who is to blame? Is the people of the nation. Is <laughs> the people of the nation that have given room to the demonic kingdom to keep bringing patterns of dis, uh, uh, destruction and disorder and delay and interruptions, okay? Proverbs 16.25, now we can go to the Amplified Classic. Proverbs 16.25 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, 
and appears straight before him, but at the end of it is the way of death. There is a way that seems right to us. But there is a way that is right. Which is the right way? It's the way of God. It's not the way of this side or that side. It's not the way of this community or that community. It's not the way of this group of people or that group of people. Because I'm telling you, if you want, try to look for a dividing line, you will have a mesh wire. There are so many dividing lines. When you have a group of people, these ones are grouped within their tribes. These ones are grouped within their status. These ones are grouped within their wealth. These ones are grouped within their education. The, the devil is serious. He's not just sleeping. He will try. You try. You win this one. He brings another one. You try. You you think we've broken through here? That's why we cannot relent. Jesus will tell us men ought always to pray. Why? Because we are in a war zone, and in a war zone you never relent. Okay. Psalms thirty-three ten says, "The Lord." Psalms thirty-three verse ten says. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to naught. He makes the thoughts and plans of the peoples of no effect. So progressively we are seeing here that the people cannot, uh, uh, what? cannot de determine themselves how their nation will flourish. They don't have that capability. They would like to. Those who are not in the ways of God would want to think they have it and they know it. And therefore they will say, you, you don't know, but me, I know. But the scripture here tells us that it's the Lord. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to naught. Because why? When he created the nations, if you were to read in, I think it Acts 17, we don't need to go there from verse 26. He says that he demarcated the boundaries of the nations and where the people would live. I don't determine where I live. You don't determine where you live. And we are not supposed to determine the boundaries of one. It's God who demarcated them and determine where the people will live. And that's why he will say, the Lord brings the counsel of the nations to naught. He made the thoughts and plans of the peoples of no effect. Why? Because he already has the end of this nation at hand. He created it from the Genesis. That's why we call him the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And everything in between, it ought to line up in the plan of God. So when we are allowing things to line up in the plan of God by seeking righteousness and living righteous, you know what happens? We don't even know how things fall in place, but they do. Things fall in place without too much effort. Why? Because we are agreeing with God. Mark 7, 13, this scripture ordinarily talks about the people who would... Uh, had refused, I, maybe let me call them young or middle-aged men or women who had refused to support their parents, saying uh, we are ours is tied to the Lord. So they are not bothered with their parents. That's not us. Us, we support our parents because we are wealthy in Jesus' name. But this is what it says, the, he, the, those people, Jesus said about them, he says, thus you are nullifying and making void and of no effect the authority of the word of God through your tradition, which you in turn hand on, and many things of this kind you are doing. So there is a lot that we do according to traditions, according to how we are raised, according how, to what we've been exposed to, according to who we are associated with. All those are traditions. And that's where you will see. One camp will say, this camp is wrong. And the other camp will say, this camp is wrong. And if you look at it critically, if you're following uh, uh, critically, you can get lost. Because if in the morning you listen to the argument on this camp, you start with, I think they are right, isn't it? And then in the evening, if you know this, there was a counter debate by this camp. 
And now they are countering that when you think. So, you know, that's, that's how the enemy works. He sows doubts. He sows confusion. He sows, because now what he's doing, he's playing with our minds to get us out of what does God say into what we are hearing. Righteousness exalts a nation. What is right, it can only be found in the word. We can only be found in the place of seeking God, not hearing debates, because debates will start polluting our understanding of the word of God. And then you start finding that without knowing, you have a reflex action that is tending to bend to this side. You understand? So we have to be careful that we are seekers of God, irrespective of, of what is happening. The word tradition is a belief system carried through generations or groups of people that became ingrained in their minds and is taken as truth. Do you know there are people you cannot convince them that their camp is not right? Both, both, or are they many or are they two, whatever, I don't know. You know what I mean. They, have be, they believe they are right. You cannot convince them because it has become ingrained. Why? Over time, it became a truth to them, and you can't tell them otherwise. But us, we, that's why uh, 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 seeking God and depending on the word of God and looking on the truth of the word of God, then it, it also becomes so ingrained in us that we cannot be lured by what is peddled by all these other groups. Why? Because we stand on the word of God about righteousness. Righteousness is what exalts a nation. It's not who or who or how or politics or whatever. So we are going to look at how are citizens of a nation supposed to live or behave? Why? Because we are seeking for the middle uh, path, which is the path of God or the, the word of God. If you go with me to Romans uh, 13, verse 1. Romans 13, verse 1. I'm prepping you to pray for the nation to become righteous. Okay? Romans 13, verse 1 says, Let every person be loyally subject to the governing civil authorities, for there is no authority except from God. By his permission, his sanction, and those, those that exist do so by God's appointment. Is that clear to everybody? <laughs> it's so, the word of God, you see, this is the thing about the word of God. It's not a suggestion. They are statements of truth from generations to generations. They cannot be changed by politics. They cannot be changed by glo global people. They cannot be changed by human rights. The word of God cannot be changed. It is the truth. So that's what it says. How do we become righteous as, a, as citizens of a nation? Let every person, so I would say, let every Kenya be loyally subject to the governing civil authorities. For there is no authority except from God by his permission. If he doesn't permit it, it doesn't become. That's it. And somebody can argue about, I don't know, I don't know, what, he, what about, all those are irrelevant invalid, unusable when you come to seeking God. How do you seek God? On the authority of his word. So we stand on the word of God. And then he says, by his permission, his sanction, and those that exist to do so. So then, then I will say the key word is every authority has been allowed by God, not by men. Men do not appoint authority. They don't. You, you, if, you, if you read through the Old Testament, even the kings that were evil, that took the nation of Israel into um, heartache and pain and destruction, they were sanctioned by God. We'll progressively read why. If you go to Titus 3.1, it says, Titus 3.1 says, Remind people to be submissive to their magistrates and authorities, to be obedient, to be prepared and willing to do 
any upright and honorable work. What are citizens supposed to, to do? To, yeah. They are supposed to be submissive. They are supposed to be obedient. They are supposed to be prepared and willing to do any upright and honorable work. So I'll leave that to you to judge whether what people are doing is honorable or not. Me, I'm standing on the word because it's the final authority in seeking for a righteous nation. Okay? Go with me to 1 Peter 2, verse 13. We'll read verse 13 to 14, then we jump over to 18. 1 Peter 2, this is what it says. Re, uh, remind people. <laughs> it looks like there is a lot of reminding that God is talking to us about. Remind people to be submissive to their magistrate. Mm. Did I? Okay, maybe. Is that? Okay, let me read from there. I think I copied wrongly. Be submissive to every human institution and authority for the sake of the Lord. Why are we submissive to authority? Not for our own sake. Not for our own tribe, not for my children. It is for the sake of the Lord, whether it be the emperor or supreme. Go on to 14. Or to governors are sent by him to bring vengeance, punishment, justice to those who do wrong and to encourage. And in Jesus' name, you come back, you script. Or you, there you go. Thank you. They hear the word of God. It's the final authority in Jesus' name. Okay? To those who do wrong and to encourage those who do good service. So whoever, however governments are formed, they have a mandate by God. That's not to say that they are obedient, but the Bible talks about God is the judge. Of course, it's not that we close our eyes, but we stick to our lane. Our lane is to obey and to support because we are doing it for the Lord. And then verse 18, let's go to verse 18. You, you who are household servants, be submissive to your masters with all proper respect, not only to those who are kind and considerate and reasonable, but also to those who are sally, overbearing, unjust and crooked. Is this in your Bible? Which ones are we, you supposed to obey? Or, 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 so this is what then I will say. God is not partial in his directives. He, he gives the same directives to the lowly, to the middle income, to the high income, to the law, uh, royal family, to everybody. Everybody is supposed to uh, 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 to be submissive to the masters who are in authority, to respect, to be uh, to those who are kind and considerate and reasonable, but to those who are overbearing and just and crooked. Why? Because it's God who will judge them. And if we stay to our lane, God has a way of removing those that are not agreeing with His plan. It's not us who do that. It's God who does that. Amen. So God applies the same measure of expectation across board. And that's why it's righteousness that establishes the nation. Because when the citizens are following the ways of God, then God has a way of dealing with those he has given the mandate. Is the, the Bible, does then the Bible say promotion comes from God? Then does that mean demotion is done by God? God, yes. It's him. He has, a, he has the authority. Complete. That's why Isaiah, there's a scripture I like most is Isaiah 40. He says, of whom would you like liken God to? Who tells him what to eat? How did he ask you to measure the oceans? And he knows their weights. You understand? So if we stick to our lane, this great mighty God is able to do how he wants to do to another, to replace, to bring others, to shift others. There's no limitation to what God can do. He is able. Okay? So go with, uh, with me to Proverbs 8.15. Uh, 
Uh, I said I'm prepping you for serious prayers tonight because we are seeking uh, God to establish righteousness in this nation. So we are reminding ourselves what is, what is the expectation of God to us. It, this is what he says. By me kings reign and rulers decree justice. How do kings reign? By God. By God. By God. I'm telling you, life can be so simple if only we catch and understand and conceptualize the magnitude of how God rules nations. Easy. He says, by me. That's why he would say, some kings are harsh and, and overbearing because you, are, you, you, you need to be beaten somehow because you're not acting right. So he uses men and kings, you know, to do justice. That's what he says. By me, kings reign and rulers decree justice. And justice is not always you're nice, you're good, you're wonderful, you're lovely. You know all those nice things. Justice sometimes comes with a lot of pain. So we just believe what God says. So only when rulers fear God will we enjoy their rulership. So what are we praying for then? Godly rulers. What we want is godly rulers. Because only when rulers fear God will we enjoy their rulership. Because they will be decreeing God's rulership. Anything outside of God's rulership is wanting, is paining, is hurting, is because it's based on selfish uh, agendas. But when we have godly rulers, it's so easy to rule a nation. Many, many years ago, I remember watching, I think it was on one of the international uh, news media, could have been maybe 10, 12 years ago. This was a... a, a, a a, a president of, maybe it was Peru, I'm not sure, but it was one of the South American nations. He was there, he, he ran for office, he was a farmer, he ran for office, he won. The, I think there had been a lot of upheaval, he won. And he used to, uh, when he was installed in office, he had all these, you know, the limousines, the what have you, they brought him, they say, he said, I don't want any of them. And he used to drive a Volkswagen, a whole president. And when he was not driving a Volkswagen, he was driving his tractor. Because when he was not in the office signing the papers that the, the parliament was uh, passing, he was in his farm. And he could, he could come to the city with a tractor. You should have seen that man. I thought, my goodness, can this be replicated in many other nations. This guy ended, he threw out his rulership, he never entered a big car. He used to drive, he said, why do I need, my Volkswagen works so well, where am I going? I'm only, I'm only leading the people. I'm not, I'm not here to get wealth for myself. And I thought, why shouldn't the, the, the international medias portray him more and more and more? But of course, you know they wouldn't because the man who rules them does not want the, the, the lowly people. That they, they want to uh, uh, advance the ones that are uh, agreeing with their agenda. So it is, it is possible to rule a nation without all this greed. Okay? So now let's go to Psalms 81 as we wind down to start praying. Psalms 81, verse 10. Uh, I'll read it in the, yeah, and then I'll, after that we'll read it in the Passion Translation. This is what uh, this scripture says. I'm the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Uh, what, what, what was happening in the land of Egypt? They were in bondage. They were in distress. They were in pain. They were being uh, punished. They had uh, a king who was overbearing them. So it was pain. They were removed out of bondage. And then it says, open your mouth wide and I will feel it. Let's read it in the Passion Translation. I'm your only God. 
the living God? Wasn't I the one who broke the strongholds over you and raised you up out of bondage? Open your mouth with a mighty decree. I will fulfill it now. You will see the words that you speak, so shall it be. So here God is giving us a scenario where there are these people who he delivered from the stronghold of the Pharaoh and brought them out. And now that they are out, there is a partnership that he's requiring of them. So he's telling them, now that you're free, you're no longer in bondage. There is nothing that is holding you. I have revealed the secrets of my mysteries to you. This is what I want you to do. Open your mouth wide. I want to feel it that you may make mighty decrees. Okay? That's what we need to do for this nation. We want to make mighty decrees for this nation. So we want to make bold decrees of what uh, uh, we expect God for Kenya. God has a plan for Kenya. We want to make bold decrees tonight. We want to declare Kenya is out of the chaos planned by the demonic spirits. We are not looking at any individual. Neither are we looking at any party. Uh, we don't even, um, honestly, if I ask you how many parties are there, do you know? You don't know, and you don't care. Why do you not care? Because you stand on that verse then, I'm your only God. That's where we stand. I mean, we love the government, but... How many kilos of meat have you ever gotten from the government? Really? I mean, silly, silly how people act. Like you're dying for who? This, we, God is our only source. God is our only hope. God is the only person that we know. So then why would we not seek him? Because except by him, yeah, isn't it? So we are going to make, to declare Kenya out of the chaos planned by those demonic spirits. What's their aim? To ruin the peace and keep the nation in poverty and bondage. I started by making pastor's statement that only in peace can we build. We want Kenya built. We want Kenya built. In Jesus' name. I want my life built and I want my children's life built here. I have grandchildren that I haven't seen. I cannot afford not to see my grandchildren on account of some bulls that are fighting. Huh? I, no, we cannot agree. We have to stand and make a mighty decree tonight in Jesus' name. So believers know God's plan. So they declare it widely. This is what I'll tell you. Don't be too quiet and don't be too quiet. Uh, uh, politically correct or socially correct or age correct or I don't know whatever how you want to group it just don't be correct stand on the word yeah misbehave if that is what it takes as you're making mighty decrees to declare the will of God over the nation you know this is the thing this is what I can't remember the scripture but it could be Matthew maybe 11 8 or 8 11 or whatever it says since the kingdom of God since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God serves violent. And the violent take it. It doesn't come on a silver platter with gold toothpicks and nice napkins. And yeah, don't make noise here. That's not how the kingdom of God comes. It, how can he be called the captain of the army? What is an army, Daniel? It's a fighting force. It fights, it ranges, it roars, it demands, it refuses to bend. It says, I am unmovable. I don't care how much you, you come. I refuse to move from the promises of God that he has spoken over this nation. We know too well the word God has spoken. God spoke and said, God, Kenya is an economic hub. Kenya is a springboard of revival. Kenya is a sheep nation. It may not look like a sheep nation now, but it is a sheep nation. Not the ones they were stealing from Northland. Not those ones. I feel sorry for the sheep. I said, how low is this? How low can we go? What is this now? Sheep, poor sheep. Literally, somebody was entered in the book of sin for a sheep. 
I thought, this is, oh, this is pathetic. Do you, do you not think so? Sometimes I, I think, you know, I say, you know, I, I'm one person who loves Kenya. Literally, I love Kenya. I, I just love Kenya. Uh, to me, I'm convinced it's the best nation in the world. I don't care what you think. I believe and I'm convinced Kenya is the best nation on the earth. And sometimes I think, why are they ruining the reputation of this beautiful nation? Why are they? How can somebody do, go that low? And I was thinking, I, apana, too low, too low. At least if you have to enter into that book, then be bold. Don't go that low. <laughs> Don't enter in such a low level. You understand? So we are going to make those, because we are believers and we know the, the, uh, uh, the promises of God, we are going to be making declarations. And what, what, what I, I believe what the scripture says, open your mouth wide and make decrees. It's talking about there's a consistency. Do you know how you build momentum? Have you ever watched done when they start the service? Sometimes they start somehow. But by the time we are hitting, you know, like three, four, five minutes, you're like, wow, the guys are rolling. There is life, there is fire. Why? Momentum. You understand? We build the momentum and you shake the kingdom of darkness. Because sometimes that kingdom has to be told, hey, to my corner, we know. And we are not letting in Jesus' name. So there is consistency. We were brought out to live and act as free. That's what the scripture says there. That I am the Lord God who took you out of Egypt. And they were brought into freedom. Then he says, now that you are free, don't just be begging and asking and hoping and wondering. I wonder. That's not the language of a child of God. You can't, don't wonder. You stand up when you see things are not going. You say, no, 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 no. It cannot happen here. I'm a strict mother. So I, yeah, I am like, no, this is not happening here. I'm in charge. So you take charge. You take charge of situations because that's what God is saying. Now that we have been brought out of bondage, we have the liberty to enjoy everything. Everything God has for us, including preserving this nation with our prayers. So God's bigness in Kenya lies with how wide we open our mouth. It's based on how Christians are going to carry this. Because it says that the, uh, uh, the scripture um, I referenced to 2 Corinthians uh, uh, 7.14, it says, if my people, who are God's people? It's us. It's not them. Them, they don't care. Do you know they are looking for their salaries? Yeah. And some people are throwing away their salaries to support some other people who are looking for theirs. It's a bit ununderstandable. You understand? So we have to be, yeah, we have to be right. Right thinking. We have to think right. So we are going to make bold prayers about Kenya. We are going, this is the thing. The more we keep quiet and we don't pray and we hope and we think, the more things will accelerate. But the more we take our, uh, our forcefulness to uh, regain the righteousness of the nation, the more ground we will win. The more we will expand. The more we will suppress the enemy. The more we will, he will recognize who they have woken up. The more he will realize that we are not just the same people that he was drawing out of Egypt. You, you remember when, when Moses started to come to deliver them, the, the, the Pharaoh said, add them more harsh labor. So the enemy thought he has won it. He didn't know it was a catch. So it's the same with us. Yeah, the enemy does not know it's a catch. Soon he will be annihilated because we cannot live cycles. We refuse to live cycles in Jesus' name. So, so, we, will, so we, will, we will ask large. Don't be limited to how large you want to ask. L ask large. Open your mouth wide and ask large. Pray bold prayers. Pray serious prayers. Ask for situations you've never even thought they are possible. Have you ever read this, the Bible anywhere that it says something God couldn't do? 
Have you ever read it? You know, sometimes we act like we belong to, you know, a father who is somewhere hiding. You know, the ones that walk slowly, toned. Have you ever read anywhere that God was suppressed and that where the, the, he had to hide? That's, the, that's our father. So we need to be bold about asking for the peace of this nation and the things we want to happen in this nation. So we are going to ask large, not little. Don't ask. And I'm saying this, but it, it applies to your personal life. When you're asking for the blessing, please stop asking for from this A to B. Jump from A to J, at least. You understand? You may not go to Z. <laughs> you may not go to Z, but at least stop walking. You know, it's like, we, sometimes we act, it's like, like, you know, when they are measuring the, the tiles of the floor, they go like that, and I'm like, uh, why can you? <laughs> you know, me, I'm like, like that. At least make a big step. Even for your own life, ask big things. God is not limited to how much he can give you. I'm telling you. I could give you examples of our examples. I'm telling you examples. Last year, God did some amazing things for me. This year, I said, uh, I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was just praying, just praying and praying for my children. I have two sons. I pray for my children. I was thinking, I haven't seen this one for a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, my ears. Lord, I pray he's well. And then I said, if it's... If it's, I just felt the, the need to pray for, I was praying for him, but then I prayed, I said, but God, I can even go. He hasn't come, but I can go. And then, you know how the enemy suggests, and he says, you're talking about a flight. And then I say, yeah, nothing is impossible with God. So I prayed it. I said, yes, I would like to go. This is the real truth. One and a half weeks after, a friend that I haven't had for quite some time called me. Just checking how you're doing, you know, how the kids. I said, I believe they are well. There's one that uh, haven't come maybe two, three years, but I'm believing God to make a way for me to go. Do you know the individual said, how much is the flight? I, I said, what? Uh, what? I said, I haven't even checked, but I'm believing God. The following day, the, the, the individual paid the flight and sent me the ticket. I did not, I did not, to this day, I don't even know how much it is, but I know it's several tens of, and I said, this is, this, I'm telling you to encourage you that even for your personal things, if you ask boldly, and if you ask with great faith, and actually let me retract that, not necessarily great faith. Jesus said if you have the faith of a mustard seed, the key thing is that, is it within the, the, the will of God? If it is within the will of God, there are no limitations as done. That's the song he taught us. No limitations in the spirit realm. Those ones, they are real. So you ask them for real, and you re realize, actually, this life is not so limited. It isn't. So that's why we are asking for Kenya. It doesn't matter what fires are light, lighting where or burning where. It doesn't matter. We can if we put our faith in the word of God and the truth of the word of God, we can open our mouths. That's what God has said. The words that you speak, so shall it be. In Jesus' name. So we're going to, to say that Kenya is out of chaos. Kenya is out of shutdowns. Kenya has no fear. People, the people of Kenya will not be wondering, will I go, will I not go? Kenya will have no delays. There will be no interruption to the economic growth of the nation. There we are going to deal in our bold prayers with tribalism. We are all one family that belongs to God. And we are going to deal with nepotism. And we are going to deal with favoritism in Jesus' name by making bold declarations in our prayers. 
And God says, God will fill your mouth with truth. That's what we, are, we, we were building up to. It's the truth that we speak boldly, consistently, courageously, fearlessly. That truth, the truth of the word of God is what will bring peace. It will bring growth. It will bring stability. It will bring progress in the nation. It will translate Kenya from chaos into God's kingdom. Bold prayers will make translate. It shifts things. A shift things. I look at the progress this ministry has made, especially the building of that school. I look at how far it has come and the amount of money it has taken, and I can tell bold prayers produce. They translate. So there is no limitation to what you can ask tonight from God for the nation and for yourself. There is no, there is no limitation. And one would ask, why are we praying again for Kenya? We've been praying. Have our prayers been heard? Go with me to Daniel, please. Daniel 10. Let's go to Daniel 10. It's my final scripture, and then we pray. Daniel 10, verse, let's go to verse 18. In the AMPC. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll read verse 18 to 20. This is what it says. Then they attached me again, one whose appearance was like that of a man, and he strengthened me. Let me give, give you the gist a little ahead there that we won't read. You remember it's when Daniel was, had, was fasting and praying for 21 days, and then the angel of the Lord came and told him, from the first day you started praying, your prayers were heard, and the answer was released. But there were contention in the spiritual realm. Okay, so this angel had to come and encourage Daniel and tell him, it's not that your prayers have not been heard. Your prayers have been heard, but there are forces that are contending with your blessings. Okay, so there are forces that are contending with the nation. That's why we cannot just stop and say, we prayed, we declared, let's go sleep. Let me ask you, when a nation goes to war, with another nation, or you send an army somewhere to fight. They fight, they win the battle. Do they pack everything and leave that day? They stay. It's called maintaining momentum. It's saying they don't just put their flag there and say we have won the battle. They keep servicing their equipment. They keep roaring their equipment. They keep cleaning their guns. They keep waking up early in the morning. For adventure, there is a spirit that seems to think, oh, they went, let's reoccupy. That's what Jesus was talking to us and say, occupy till I come back. We cannot afford to sleep. Jesus is expecting us to occupy until his return. So we are occupying Kenya until rapture comes or I go home earlier than you, whichever. Me, I'm made up my mind. I'm occupying. Are you? Amen. So let's read here. So Daniel was still occupying. Then they attacked me again, one whose appearance was like that of a man he strengthened me. This angel came to strengthen him because after you can do, you can pray so much until you are wondering, Ay, naiki too. Why are things not happening? That's he brought the strength. Then verse 19 says, and he said, Oh man, greatly beloved, fear not. Peace be to you. Be strong. Yes, be strong. And when he had spoken to me, I was strengthened and said, let my Lord speak for you have strengthened me. Verse 20. Then he said, do you know why I have come to you? And now I will return to fight with the hostile prince of Persia. And when I have gone, behold, the hostile prince of Greece will come. Was the battle over just because they fought the prince of Persia. No, 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 no. So if you tell yourself, oh, we fasted in January, we dealt with every spirit. Exclusive. Life is good. No. The Bible says the devil, like a roaring lion, he's moving to and fro, looking for who he may devour. 
the spirits until the day they will be judged permanently. We are in a war zone. Okay? So we keep fighting. So we don't care which spirit we dealt with on Sunday. We are dealing with the one that is coming another day. I won't mention any other day. But I know they are somewhere. They are floating somewhere looking for an opportunity. Remember I started by saying the devil maximizes on ignorance. So when you think we got it, it's cool, it's wonderful, it's lovely, and that's it. It's like the husbands who tell their wives, I love you on the wedding day, and that's it. Man, you wake up one day, I'm a moose. <laughs> you understand? Because you're not maintaining. Life has to be the same thing we maintain. The connection in, in this natural realm is the same. Actually, at the spiritual realm, we do, uh, uh, we do much more. Because we know there is a damage, okay, that the enemy wants to do. The, the, the devil wants to hurt God by creating a, a chaos in this nation. It's not as he's aiming at. He wants to, he's thinking you can catch God. But we are the army of God. And we are the representatives of God. We are the ambassadors of God. We are those that have been mandated to carry the will of God in Kenya. How can we afford to let God be ashamed? Not, not on my watch. So me, I'll play my part. That's what Joshua will say. As for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Amen. So we are going to... Uh, to be relentless, we want to maintain momentum of praying for the nation for God's plan to prevail against all principalities and rulers of darkness. That's why the scripture tells us we are not fighting natural men. We love every natural man. We love them. They are our brethren. They are our tribesmen. They are, all of them are our people. It's just that they have, because of ignorance, they have allowed a division that the enemy is maximizing on. So as we establish righteousness in the nation, we are calling God and asking, please, may there be unity in this nation. How come other nations, elections happen and they move on? What's so special about East Africa, Kenya? There's nothing special. It's just that we have rejected the word of God. So we want to believe the word of God. So we are going to pray for Kenya. Please, if you stand up, we want to pray for Kenya. We want to make bold prayers. We want to make large prayers. We want to ask for large things for Kenya. We want to, we want to believe God. The Holy Spirit will help us as we pray in the language of the Spirit. Be bold. Be bold. Be bold. You can, uh, you can pray like what God told Jeremiah. I have set you to go and root out and pull down and throw away and demolish. But in his place, just build. You build. So we are going to make bold prayers for the nation tonight. So Father, tonight we are willing. We are willing. We are willing. The scripture tells us that you did not leave us helpless. You gave us the Holy Spirit to aid us. You tell us that we don't even know how to pray. But as the Holy Spirit helps us, we make utterances of the Spirit that go beyond our natural understanding. They go wide. They go deep. They reach to areas where we never even thought there is need for prayer. So tonight we release our tongues to your will. We release our emotions to your will. We pray prayers of faith tonight. We pray prayers of understanding tonight by the authority of the word of God. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Use us tonight to build the nation and to establish the righteousness of God that this nation may enjoy peace and tranquility that we may be able to build and advance this nation according to your plan. Let's pray in tongues, brethren. Let your kingdom come in Kenya. Let your kingdom fill our nation. Let your glory fill this nation. Let your glory fill this nation. Let your kingdom come in Kenya. Let your kingdom reign in this nation. Let your glory fill this nation. Let the kingdom of our God take preeminence. Let the kingdom of our God.
God take his place. Let the kingdom of our God reign. Let the kingdom of our God rule. Let your kingdom come in this nation. Father, we thank you and we bless you tonight. Thank you. I'll ask Joshua and Shira, just come and make declarations over this nation, please. Joshua and Shira, please come and make declarations. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you and we give you praise this evening. We give you praise and we give you glory. And we acknowledge you as God of our lives and of our family. And we acknowledge you as God even over the nation of Kenya. Lord, we acknowledge that this far we have come. You have brought us by your grace. Where we are, you will keep us by your grace and into the future you will move us by your grace the bible says you have established your throne high above the heavens and your kingdom ruleth over all the earth we want to declare this evening that your kingdom ruleth over the land of kenya even in this hour your kingdom ruleth to the north your kingdom ruleth to the south your kingdom ruleth to the east and your kingdom ruleth to the west. We proclaim the Lordship of Jesus Christ over the nation of Kenya in the name of Jesus Christ. And we declare over Kenya according to Revelation 1-4 that grace be unto the land of Kenya and peace be unto the land of Kenya. From, 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 from the north to the south from the east to the west we decree the peace over the land of Kenya in the mighty name of Jesus Christ the Bible says in the book of Isaiah 59 verses 19 that when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against him we declare this evening that the spirit of the living God the spirit of the Lord that searches all things and knoweth all things, yeah, even the deep things of God, is raising a standard. The super intelligent Holy Spirit is raising a standard this evening against every works of the enemy, against every plans of the enemy. Whatever plan has been hatched across the 47 counties of Kenya at whatever level, be it at inception, be it at conception, be it at implementation level, we stand as the body of Christ. We stand as the body of Christ this evening and we, re we decree that the spirit of the living God raises a standard against every works of the enemy. In the name of Jesus Christ, we declare and decree that no works of the enemy shall, shall prosper against the land of Kenya. We decree and declare that the spirit of the living God nullifies every works of the enemy this evening in the name of Jesus. And we decree peace over the land of Kenya. We decree calmness over the land of Kenya. We decree prosperity over the land of Kenya. We decree increase over the land of Kenya. In the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I do pray and believe. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word and you have given us your word. For we know your word is your will. Even as we have sung out, let your will be done on earth, even as it is in heaven. Your word is forever established in heaven. And so we are your voice in this nation, establishing your word here on earth, even as it is in heaven. We stand to declare, as your word says, that we earnestly remember the former things which you did of old for you are God and there is none like you there is no one else for you are our God and there is none like you declaring the end of the result from the beginning and from ancient times the things that are not yet done saying my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure and purpose father we thank you because you are doing your counsel regarding this nation your purposes your good pleasure regarding Kenya as you call Kenya 
Kenya out as a sheep nation and not as a goat nation. You called this nation as a spiritual and economic hub in this, in this world. And therefore, Kenya shall be this. For you called Kenya this from the beginning. You established Kenya. You established her boundaries. And you declared what Kenya shall be. And so we resound. We come into agreement. We align Kenya with your will. We align Kenya as a spiritual and economic hub. We align Kenya as a sheep nation and not as a goat nation. And therefore she shall not go in the way of rebellion in the name of Jesus because Kenya is a sheep nation. You call Kenya as a, uh, as a spiritual um, um, uh, uh, to be a springboard for the gospel to go throughout Africa and other nations of the world we declare that this is still and it shall not be reversed it shall not be changed for you said this thing that has gone forth out of your mouth you shall perform it you shall perform your counsel you shall perform it because you are God because you are Jehovah you are bringing this to pass because you are the Lord our God and you watch over your word to perform it you spoke your word over Kenya and you are performing it in the name of Jesus for you said you are the Lord the Holy One the creator of even Kenya you are our king and that says you Lord you make a way through the sea and the path through the mighty waters you bring forth chariot and horse army and mighty warrior they lie down together they cannot rise they are extinguished they are quenched like a lamp wick we thank you our God because you are extinguishing the danger because you said that you save us that we do not honestly remember the former things neither consider the things of old for because behold you are doing a new thing in this nation now it springs forth and we shall perceive it and we know it and we'll give heed to it for you make the way in the wilderness rivers in the desert though you say that you shape this nation and her destiny is already predestined and so we have nothing to fear for you said I who made you will take you back I have chosen you named you as my own when you face stormy seas I will be there with you with endurance and calm you will not be engulfed in raging waters if it seems like you're walking through fire with flames licking at your lips keep going you will not be burnt father we thank you that Kenya will not be burnt it will not be burnt it will not go down in flames in the name of Jesus because you chose it as your own precious uh, nation you called out Kenya as your own nation as a precious nation you have uh, delivered us out of danger time and time again and you set forth your, uh, this nation as a praise unto yourself oh God for even as the rain and the snow come down from the heavens and return not there again but water the earth and make it bring forth and sprout that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater so shall your word be that goes from out of your mouth it shall not return to you void we are decreeing your word is not returning to you void you said you are a mighty warrior you have said that you will deliver us you have said even through some 35 that you are our mighty savior and so we exalt you as our mighty savior and this world shall not return to you void but it shall do that which you please it shall accomplish your purpose and it shall prosper in the thing for which you sent it for you sent this word declaring peace upon this nation and therefore shall so shall it go out so shall this nation go out of its spiritual exile that has been caused by sin into the homeland with joy and this nation shall be led forth by the leader the Lord himself by his word with peace and the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands and all shall recognize and see that you are God let it be known today that you are God of Kenya let it be known today that your hand is upon this nation in a mighty way let it be known today that you beside you there is none that when you work who can reverse it let it be known today that you are the mighty God and that there is none that can withstand your power no foe can stand in your presence when you work there is no foe that can reverse the work that you're doing no foe shall stand and prevail against your word for it is forever established for you said even as you formed the earth 
so shall your word be. And therefore we are decreeing the peace of God upon this nation. As the Father God Almighty has said it. As Jehovah God Almighty has decreed. So we decree it. And we say we put a stop to evil in this nation. You stop now in the name of Jesus. We say no more in the name of Jesus. You will not advance evil in this nation. For this is the nation of God. This is the nation of God. A praise unto God. This nation is a praise unto God in the name of Jesus. like the spirit of prayer in this house. Glory to God. That's how we wage warfare. In Jesus' name. Can you give a shout to the Lord? Hallelujah. 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 We wage warfare tenaciously. Jude uh, uh, talk, tells to us, uh, talks to us and says, contend for the faith. Contend. Contend. Contend is an active word. So we contend in prayer because we know if we sleep, the enemy will overtake. But we know he cannot overtake because we have had the report of the Lord. We had the word. We believe the word. We say the word. We walk the word. We live the word. We sing the word. We pray and pray and pray and pray the word. And one day, there will be, ooh, uh, some children will be reading history. And they're like, what? This was happening? Do you read these books and you're like, in this nation this was happening? That's how it will be. In Jesus' name.